0: (laughs) but you see that's that's actually as it were my job yep okay that that's what makes what i'm doing here different than being a teacher or a psychologist that i'm much more like a cheerleader (laughs) And what the cheerleader does is that when the, when the uh, uh, let us say, one of the members of the team fluffs the ball, the cheerleaders laugh and point it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's part of the good cheer, is because if we can become cheerful about seeing the things that we don't like even in ourselves, and this is where we got started was number one, uh, uh, winter is bad. And then we came from no, it's not winter is bad, is that uh, uh, cold. But cold is not suffering either. That is not cold is that I don't like cold. Uh-huh. And then yesterday, here you are. You don't like hot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So there is a kind of determination that can be made about this. So that whenever you check on the temperature at whatever level it is, your mentality now is, that's good. That's fine. I recognize that it's cool, but I like it. Or I recognize it it's hot. And I like it. I... I did that yesterday.
1: Um... But most of the time... Um... The hindrance just kept coming back. Um... Yes, and never and,
0: mind start again.
1: Yep. <laughs> it was, um... Yeah. It works.
0: Here's the thing now. If in fact the change of attitude does work once and then it works again and then it works again, why isn't it later that when it works now it it doesn't work because it keeps working. I'm I'm confused here.
1: Wait, say that again.
0: Okay. Santi are waking up and changing your mind, changing your attitude, it works.
1: Yeah.
0: It gets, it gets hot, you see the heat, and then you recognize the heat's the in the mind. Never mind, let's start again, we cheer up,
1: Yeah,
0: we gladden up, then we do it a third time, and then a fourth time, yeah. but then something happens, and now when we cheer up and it works, now we don't like it, because it keeps working.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I think I know what I you mean. Because it
0: keeps coming back, is what you said. Yeah. It keeps coming back. It's yeah. on and on and on.
1: I think, I think maybe I was still, um, I wasn't fully getting rid of it when it came, or I wasn't fully being okay with it when it came. I mean, that has to be the reason.
0: Actually, you're making a distinct, you're not drawing a distinction that needs to be made. Right. And that is said, in fact, you were able to get the hindrance out the hindrance of not liking it in this moment. But there is the underlying better. Also. Which is, in fact, the number fourth fetter of right. learning to stop. And in fact, most of the most everyone, when they think about it, they think of it in a really big way, is of being um, angry and you yeah, making noise, correcting the child, spanking the child, doing things like that that shows great ill will. But here you are, in a mental way, spanking the weather.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that you're angry and you're in in that kind of parent ego state of the rules are that you should have weather I like.
1: So, uh, uh, the hindrance, you can um, you can um stop the hindrance, but if the fetter's still there, then that can still get in the way.
0: If the weather is still hot, then that means that we have uh. Let, let us call it uh, going to the gym and pumping iron of the mind. Now's the time we got to pump iron. What does pump mean? That means every time that that hindrance comes up, we've got to pump a little iron. We've got to take that right effort. We've got to throw it out again and again. Now, here's the point. Every time that you do throw it out, you have relief from it uh-huh. for a while. And if you don't throw it out, then you struggle with it during that time when, in fact, you could be free from it. So never mind it, it comes back, you just throw it out again. In fact, generally, the more often you throw it out, the longer it remains out before it comes back.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, yesterday. That was, that did happen towards, like, during maybe, say, the first half, no, the first two-thirds of the day. And then, come evening time, I think I was, I think it's because I was tired, actually.
0: That's um, when the hindrance is calm, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. And then it wasn't just the disliking the heat, it was also the hindrances of wanting to indulge in sensual desire for other things, because there was some, some sort of feeling that, you know, eating some cake or just relaxing and um, watching TV or that kind of stuff is going to make me feel better. But I knew that that wasn't the case. But I still felt the hindrance, right? And, um, and I, I kind of noticed that. I was like, whoa, like all these hindrances are coming now, you know? Uh huh. And it well, was quite interesting.
0: Let's, let's track that for a moment. Just for a second. Let's look at it. So you don't like the heat. And then you saw the heat as a problem. And so now you've got a problem to solve. How can I escape from this heat? Yeah. Okay. Did you actually have the the idea that you can escape from it by taking a cold shower? (laughs) Yeah. Because that will. That's the common thing to do in Thailand. Thailand's always been a place that had a lot of water. Hmm. And so a lot of it has to do with their religion and ceremonies and whatnot. But the outcome of it is, is that people are expected to take three or four baths a day in hot weather.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I, I guess that's a it's a good way of keeping cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it works. <laughs> but everything that else that you were doing was not working. Yeah. Because you really were wa- not working at the level of the heat, you were working at the level of how can I make myself feel good?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's uh, uh, the thoughts were all about, and um, this is something I've I, I've noticed over the last few days as well. And it's 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 just all about the feelings and and and, and wanting to feel better. Um. And 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 that really um, that uh, that may, uh, that really um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of that the feelings were very the wanting to feel better was very potent yesterday it was all like a like a deep kind of oh I want to feel good I want to feel better oh I don't want to not feel. No, I don't want to feel
0: bad. I want, I want, I want, I want. (sighs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I thirst, I'm hungry, I want (laughs) something. Yeah. Yeah. And, And it's a bit ignorant to be in that state because if we could wise up to it, to wake up to that. We could see that, wow, that's, that. you know, real dukkha. That's the real stuff there, that, that uh. wanting. In fact, um, wanting something that we don't have um, is one of the definitions, actually, of uh, formal definitions of dukkha, uh. which is uh, in a number of the sutras. And so it kind of follows the a three-stage formula and that is old age sickness and death nailed it okay that's the really huge big stuff yep okay and then they give the expression of that in lamentation uh, uh, crying despair um, and then The third stage comes in the underlying part. And the first one is on there is wanting things that we don't have. Mm -hmm. Then the next one is putting up with things that we don't want to put up with.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Also, dukkha is known to be defined as difficult to endure. Yeah. Okay. But in fact, you did endure the heat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So your body did it. I mean, you didn't. uh, That would still alive. Nothing compared to the endurance that you could do.
1: Yeah. But it
0: was difficult to endure because you didn't like it. Yeah. Not that you couldn't endure it.
1: Yeah, that's true. I um yeah, I definitely didn't like it.
0: Okay. Well we you can see how now that Petitya Samapada actually is beginning to work in in real life for you. That it's that, that yeah. feeling of liking and not liking that drives our desire because you already have constructed a mental image of cold as something to not be liked. Okay, There is another way of looking at cold. In other words, we can, in fact, salyatana uh, our way into it, or we can create our mental conception of cold that includes exhilaration and other attributes to where we begin to really like it including the point that it's if if it has to do with endurance, then that will challenge me so that I know that I can endure it.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. I am, um, I, go ahead. Well uh so I mean, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, it's um, I think this is one of these um, habits, one of these um, deeply learned habits that I've um, had for <laughs> so long. Which um,
0: Absolutely. I was about to get into it. That's just at a deeper layer of Sankara you can add a new layer of Sankara that's wiser and more wholesome in there so that when you dig stuff out of the Sankara to create your let us call it image of coal or your understanding of coal it comes up not with oh no it's hard to endure and I don't like it yeah Which was learned behavior. You learned how to do that from other people who didn't like the cold. Yeah. If you had been raised around the kind of people, I think they call them polar bears. But they're they're people who will go skinny dipping in places where they have to dig the snow and the ice out of the way so that they can jump in. Whoa or cold plunge or cold dips or the the part of it of the endurance yeah okay and they like it and because they like it they do it and because they do it to get used to it because they get used to it they feel really strong and comfortable about it they can trudge through the snow no problem
1: that's crazy
0: no, it is not. It's your attitude.
1: My attitude is crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm understanding what you mean by crazy. Right. When you, when you attach your attitude about I don't like cold and therefore I feel bad when I am cold, that's in fact um, magical thinking. Yeah. It is crazy. And it's not only that, but it's crazy in the sense of it's ridiculous when it's compared to the fact that you can have the attitude that you want to have about things. And one of of the attitudes about it that the Buddha actually talked about and did things about and gave instructions about was to get the monks into the position that they were okay with wide varieties of temperatures. Ah, oh. that that's part of the being a lion. That okay. in fact he did sit, sit in cold weather with the double sangati and the regular robe and the uh, the normal stuff, and he said, "This is enough." Now he was in India at the time. And so um, there is a photo that I can I can send to you that shows two Sri Lankan monks, a Lao monk, and a, a Thai ordained Westerner. All right. The Sri Lankans are covered from head to foot with big hats, great big coats. You can see the remnants of the robes below and then in uh, shoes. Right. All right. They're cold. This is the middle of the winter in um, Rhode Island, I'm sure. Okay. And the the Lao monk, I think he's got a hat on and he's got sandals, but he's got socks on. And And nothing else. and Not nothing traffic. else. He's that's it. And the um, the time monk is in regular robes, no hat, barefoot in sandals, standing with the rest of them, all there for a photograph. While there's snow in the distance behind it, hadn't completely melted. Wow. Okay. So you can think where what's going on here now. Um this is actually quite an issue uh, that uh, because if one is going to live in a, let us say, a rough environment, we yeah. learn to get a little roughness. Yeah. But that roughness does not have to do with endurance that we don't like, but it's in fact endurance that we do like because we um, are in the process of training the mind to handle anything we got to handle some anything sometimes uh-huh. and so being ready for um not necessarily danger cold generally is not dangerous it can be but we got to use some wisdom in here uh-huh. okay so there are some things that we would do To make sure that we're not dangerous but there's a lot of distance between there
1: right yeah
0: okay that if you're on the side of a mountain and it's cold blizzard weather and you have no matches it doesn't matter much how you're dressed (laughs) (laughs) yeah without an axe to build some shelter or something okay so cold can be dangerous But since we're not in that state now, that in fact you probably have not been without uh, a way more than five minutes away from a building any time that you've been cold.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay. And so it's not dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's merely that you don't like it and it. You don't like it because that's the kind of memory systems that we create our present moment from. Uh But we can add some new ideas in there so that we can create a new moment. So the next time that you have weather, you can say, hot diggity dog, this this is a good time to practice. Let me see if I can enjoy this hot hot weather.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I need to do more of that it felt like um i i i i tried it yesterday but it was um yeah it just felt like a very um uphill battle um May I didn't, your
0: uphill battle be the right effort
1: well i don't think i was i was thinking about it in an sort of You know i will endure this um kind of way um or like thinking of it as as kind of a a challenge or something i i i was just thinking oh i should be feeling good right now and um and (laughs) even though i did it just came back the not so good feelings
0: uh-huh so um so you allowed yourself to become the victim again yep okay but you didn't also you didn't see this as a challenge yep so now we're adding this challenge aspect to it Yeah, and this by the way the word challenge is yours i would use a different word i would use to be trump determined but mm-hmm. challenge works okay okay why? Because what is a winner anyway? A winner is the guy who can meet the challenge.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. If you can't meet the challenge, then you don't really deserve the winning anyway.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay. And so everything about it has to do with, with, with attitudes. And so don't get caught on the side of a mountain needing good attitude when you don't even have it when you're in town. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's do some, some of that mental pumping iron and say, yeah, I can handle this cold. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to get me down.
1: Yeah, I um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something, it's definitely a, a habit that I can change. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, it just every time thinking about it, it feels, um, it feels like a couple steps up from the normal habits that i'm changing you know what i mean
0: um, well, that we're going deeper into it in fact <clears throat> you and i have spent quite a lot of time talking about the first three fetters mm-hmm. all right this is number four You would expect me to go right into it, and here we are. You presented it to me. You come dragging this dirty goat in the hand. Let's, let's rub it down and clean it up, and take a good look at it and see what we've got here. Yeah, this is our ill will. So we're learning to actually learning to manage our feelings, not. Uh, just because we're sitting on a cushion or because it's in a a list of things to do, but because it's really such a benefit in our life (laughs) to be able to say, I I can manage that, I can take care of that. That's not an issue anymore.
1: So then um, breaking the fourth fetter, that would... um, So that's... um, ill will for all kind of things to do with the senses.
0: You didn't even have to add the end of it. It's just the Uh ill will. That letter of ill will, we don't like it because at the bottom of it is an I am. This is in fact the, uh, the deconstruction of the self is the deconstruction of the part of the self that goes around not liking things. Like the weather. Mm. Remember, we were going to be friends with everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. What well, happened to that? <laughs> well, here's the weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's your friend. He's here to challenge you. Can you handle this weather?
1: Yeah. You know, it's um, it's, it's actually um, funny because um. Most types of weather, I'm completely content with, right? And everyone I know complains when it's rainy or when it's cloudy. They say, oh, it's such a miserable day. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And I thought all this time, you know, I just thought, oh, yeah, well, I guess I, I'm above all that. And then it gets a bit extreme and even I'm kind of suffering from it. So that's, um, you know, there's still a lot. There's still... um. A lot of things that need to be worked on, which, um, you know, I didn't know, I didn't, um, I didn't even think about.
0: Um, In Thailand, they have a different statue or a little Buddha Rupa that they display for each day of the week. Part of the superstition of what day of the week were you born on? And one of those uh, statues is a reclining Buddha. But one of them uh, is one that's quite remarkable because it's the Buddha sitting with being wrapped by coils of snakes. And the snake's heads actually seven of them, are then over the top of the Buddha's head. Have you ever seen that? Statue? Yeah,
1: that's, um, uh, that's in a lot of Indian things as well, isn't it? That, that kind of that seven-headed snake I've um, I've seen it in a lot of um Indian um uh, images um, and because my parents have various books it's and stuff
0: very common in Thailand do you know anything about that
1: no no I, I, I did when I was really young but no
0: all right well. Actually, I bring it up because this has a whole lot to do with the fourth fetter. You see, um, actually, it comes from a sutta. It's in the uh, Udana. I think it's uh, in number two, sutta number one, I think, where it's talking about that uh, the kings of of the snakes... Came to protect the Buddha at a time when um, it was, uh, I guess, a dark and stormy night. <laughs> right. Okay. But the seven heads of the uh, of the snake are actually a um, let us say a personification of the seven factors of enlightenment. Ah. Oh. Okay. okay. So with with mindfulness and investigation and right effort which is easy going and uh the joy that's there we can sit here comfortably and abide tonight and we don't have to get into not liking what's going on Uh.
1: okay
0: that this is this is the way of building. In fact, that's the whole quality of equanimity, which we I think we've talked about it in the sense of sea legs. That the world is not a stable place. Yeah. Okay. And so, if we're going to maintain our balance when the when the, uh, the level be below us, then we need to have what's called sea legs of the mind, so that we can handle whatever's going on. Well, how people don't handle it is because they get used to or accustomed to being one way and then it changes and they're not ready for that change. And much of the not ready for it has to do with the fact that they liked and now they don't like the change. Mm -hmm. And so it's not necessarily the Anicca itself that is Dukkha, but that Anicca is resisted by the self. That is created, but along with it comes the dukkha.
1: So, initially you like the change.
0: You know, initially you like the weather, and then it got hot or it got cold.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. And then when and so, uh, when you dislike it, that's when the self comes in.
0: And then the disliking comes up.
1: Oh, so the self comes first. Yeah, uh-huh. actually. Yeah, yeah, because it's and me who dislikes.
0: Yeah. Well, the feeling itself, actually, physiologically, the feeling is that, this, uh, according to the Buddha, the feeling comes first of I don't, oh. uh, not liking it. But it's already got a seed of the self there. Right, And then going into du- Dukkha is that I don't, that it is, I want it to be different. Right. And so I'm, and this happens almost instantly. We're talking about a process that happens within a second. Mhm. So it goes from, ooh, the feeling into, I don't like that feeling, which means I don't, I, I want to change it. And that's when the self is born. Of I don't like it, and that's when we become the hungry ghost. We're wanting things that we don't have. Uh. But if we have mindfulness and the rest of the factors, that snake that sits right above us here and keeps keeps us protected. Uh. So, ah, I'm not going to go there. Okay, so this is the, this is the reason why that statue is referred to, and you can think of that as you now are the one who is being protected by the great naga, by the great snake. The- yeah, I think actually, even in
1: the um, in the Indian um, in the Hindu stuff, um, I I I think um, it's for protection as well. Actually, come to think of it. Yeah. Um,
0: to- <laughs> but here is not protecting you from the cold it's protecting you from you not liking the cold yeah that's okay, interesting the lion or the attitude or the challenge but you yeah. see you've got the secret snake in your pocket <laughs> And that's the seven factors of life. And so it's actually not a snake. It's a naga. It's it's a big deal. <laughs> you see the, those statues. It's not a little snake like this. No, this dude. Yeah, it's dude. huge.
1: And
0: so um, that's the kind of protection. Big, big protection. Because uh, you are uh, up to the challenge of the cold. Yeah. now when you recognize it with the cold you can begin to recognize it with all kinds of things like when the power goes out
1: uh-huh yeah
0: or other surprises like that or the car dies or uh the internet goes out or just the, the laptop dies all kinds of a nature will happen and then we don't like it
1: yeah and um yeah uh, it's um and there's all these levels to it um some things are going to feel way more intense and some things are going to be more manageable and um And some of them are
0: going to be so small, we don't pay much attention to them. And that's the ones that are most dangerous.
1: Ah, yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) The thing that's That's amazing
0: about the ones that really grab us is it's actually fairly easy to see.
1: Ah, so that's why the higher fetters, it's because they're all more subtle. They kind of they're sneaky they're not all up in your face so you really have to know like be be aware of them
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the lower fetters are kind of well
0: they're more noticeable yeah exactly and so the higher fetters and the ones that they call the uh, Uh, the formless or the Arupa uh, ragas uh, are actually right down there at the instinctual level Mm. but now that we understand instincts the way that we do from Western psychology by putting it into that we can begin also yes we're going to learn to manage our instinctual nature Mm. okay what is our instinctual nature? To become afraid, to have fear. What is our instinctual behavior is to try to own things and hold things so that they can be used for protection.
1: Protection, ah. Yeah, uh, for like you think it's because you enjoy them, but it's more for security.
0: Yeah, well, if you enjoy them, and then you don't have them, then you don't enjoy the moment without them. Mm. Okay, so in fact, our gadgets and our GASMOs and all kinds of uh, entertainment and whatever is for protection from our own restless, bored mind. Mm -hmm.
1: So speaking of, of, of um, that kind of stuff, um, for the past maybe five or so months, I've um, because I read in, in, in some suttas how the Buddha he praised renunciation. So I, um, I actually stopped spending time on things like YouTube or watching TV, um, because I used to do that a lot like um all my free time would just be indulging in entertainment like that and I, I and i haven't been doing it um except for maybe i think i've watched like three or four movies in the last five months um and like no youtube no reddit none of that stuff really and um yeah it's um it's it, it's quite interesting because all that stuff it does it does it's you feel good when you're doing it and then when you're when you don't have it there's all these well you you feel bad when you don't have it but then after a while it doesn't feel bad at all it feels quite normal to not be watching youtube all the time or not be watching movies or tv all the time um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's quite interesting. This
0: is actually, um, an, a, a new or interesting way of looking at the Buddhist concept of Anicca. Is that when things change, oh, yeah. you don't like it so much. It means we got to adapt to do something new. Yeah, this is why we actually have as a um, let us say a natural progression along the path is to build up this enthusiasm for the path, Uh, Mm -hmm. the eagerness for practicing the Dhamma, uh, the um, uh, determination That we're going to be able to get the mind cleaned out. Mm. Uh, And that that determination actually, uh, when mixed with joy, uh, builds a really strong can-do attitude. That we really can get this thing straightened out. We can fix this. determination
1: and joy i think um no, um i was saying um i think the determination part i th- you know I'm, I'm i'm very determined um <laughs> it's just cultivating joy doesn't always happen it's it's quite hit and miss um,
0: yeah. Never mind, start again. You have to remember that it really is okay for this to be a good moment, a joyful moment. You can be happy right now. Yeah. It's almost like we need permission. Yeah. We need permission to be a winner. We need permission somehow or another. I'm not up to the task. I remember around a month ago like maybe two months ago
1: I gave myself permission and then I was just feeling great all the time. and then and now I'm thinking, well, why do I not feel that way anymore? I just feel very normal now. Um, yeah, it's weird. it's a uh, strange. And it's like, I could, if I could do it then, why is Dude, it not it, happening now?
0: It's not a matter of why isn't it happening now, it's I can do it again. Why isn't it happening now? Who are you asking why to? Who's this, this indelible ink mark on some scroll someplace that you're asking why to?
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who am I asking why to just now myself? I'm going to
0: ask the question. Why not? I know you'd be asking then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that that why question is asked to some nebulous authority figure that is um, airy-fairy in the back of the brain. And this is what um, Byrne refers to as the the superego or the parent ego state. Okay, superego, you figure it out why. And when you give me an answer, then I'll go along with you. And it's almost like a uh, I got you question.
1: So that's um, that. So that is quite a lot of um, magical thinking. And it's also a lot of doubtful thinking as well.
0: That's Um, the key word doubt. That's doubt. It goes right back to who can I get to fix me? That's who you're asking why to. Because, in fact, you're not asking why doesn't it come. You're asking for him to give it to you. It's like when you ask mommy, why can't I have chocolate cake? You're asking mommy for chocolate cake. Uh (laughs) Uh And and the, the mommy that you've created in the back of your brain says no chocolate cake now, ha ha. And all I'm saying is, you can create a a mommy in the back of yourself and say, sure, have some cake already, kid.
1: Yeah.
0: We all have created that parent ego state that gives... Um it, it operates the same way that we were trained as kids, and that is, no, you've got to eat your broccoli before we give you chocolate cake. Uh-huh. And you're asking, why do I have to eat the broccoli, and you don't even know what the broccoli is. What do yeah. I have to do in order to feel good, is what you're asking.
1: So... But that's... you're
0: asking it to an ego state that's not going to give you the right answer. But your wisdom, if you ask another part of your brain, in the sense of why not, then the answer is yes, I can.
1: So that's um, sort of related to what I've been thinking about for the last couple of days, and that's um, the uh, cause and effect where the reason why you don't like doing the reason why the mind is comfortable being stuck in hindrances is because it doesn't realize that they that the hindrances cause well it doesn't realize the hindrances are dukkha and it doesn't realize that they cause dukkha in the future and when you are when you come out of hindrances, the mind um well it actually feels good now and it feels good in the future Mm -hmm. so that's um so long as so long as i can remember that then it, it's actually quite
0: easy <laughs> you're touching on all the bases now you're firing on all senators that's right you got to yeah. remember this and also you have to be able to see that that stuff is hindrances it is dukkha that's the big issue that's number one first noble truth we got to be able to see that that stuff is in fact dukkha it is uh, in, in fact Actually all we have to do is recognize for ourselves, yes, I am dissatisfied. Yeah. With this.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then it's quite um then it's quite easy to change it. But so long as you don't realise that, it's quite mm-hmm. difficult because then you're thinking, Well, why am I why am I trying to change this? Um but yeah, as uh, as soon as you realise, oh wait, this is suffering, then um, it's uh, it's quite easy. And then when you realise coming out of it is great, then it's then it's a lot easier. <laughs> but sometimes I find that I get stuck in a sort of belief that coming out of it is difficult, and that kind of feels like it's going to create more suffering which is the wrong view Um, but the right view is um, that it it actually coming out of it feels good and it's gonna
0: make me feel even better in the future okay exactly well what you're describing there sounds like this and that is is that okay um, I can clean the mind out one time and then I can clean it out again and then I can clean it out again, but I still have this nagging suspicion that I can't.
1: And then I clean
0: it out again, and then I say, see there, I told you it was going to be hard. Yeah. When we've already proven it to ourselves four, five, six times, no, it's actually easy to do. Yeah. But that when we say, "Uh I told you it was going to be hard, that's the hindrance. That's sneaking up from behind. That's like a, uh, a rear guard attack.
1: Yeah, that's a that's very just sneaky
0: entrance. and so we have to be able to say, "Aha, uh-huh, I see you too.
1: Yeah, that's so that's um that's the ill will. <laughs> um Yeah, it's uh it's very sneaky.
0: Uh-huh. So you prove yourself to be right by proving that you can't do it. Yeah. See, you are a that loser.
1: That makes it worse. Uh
0: huh. But what we need to do is we need to see that mechanism inside that, aha, uh-huh, I see you are a loser, and say, yes, but I see that as the hindrance.
1: Yeah.
0: That that's just another hindrance in there, just preventing you. From being successful.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, that's a good one to um that you pointed out because it's 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 been there um for a long time, and even though I've experienced it, I've never pinpointed it.
0: Literally hundreds of thousands of years is right into the DNA. the DNA of the herd to go along to get along which means that we want someone else to be responsible even if it's just a herd that's gonna protect me. Mm. Because I feel unsecure and unsafe on my own. Mm. So we have to cultivate, no I can feel safe and secure all on my own and I don't need any help to do that. Yeah.
1: I'm thinking about it now and and it seems like I um I kind of fall back in that kind of belief where when when it's good I don't feel that way at all um, but then but then I fall back into hindrances like these um, but I don't catch them quick enough and and and, and that's the thing because if you catch them early then, then yeah. they're a lot easier to deal with and that involves being mindful um, and um, the being mindful is um, sometimes it's great uh, and, and, and that's when everything is great but sometimes it's not and that's when things are not.
0: That's when we need to have that determination, or that challenge, uh-huh. or that uh, shraddha, that confidence, I'm, I'm up to it. Uh-huh. Because in fact, we do not have to deal with any of it <laughs> other than suffering through it, when we're not mindful. That <clears throat> so Don't discount or worry about the time when you are not mindful, but recognize how wonderful it is when you are mindful, that you can wake up, that we're not going to wake up in a half-hearted or a half-assed way, and to say, nah, 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 you can't Uh really do this meditation, I see you, you know, no, we have to be able to feel... To see the whole hindrance as a hindrance to say, yeah, and out you go, and I feel good. Uh, so that's full-on waking up, Sati, that has that effort in it, so that we can really throw that stuff out. Uh, and we've talked about this before, so now you're seeing yep. it as how it actually is working in your practice.
1: Yeah, so I feel like um a lot of the time um there's well there's um well all the time really there's um a, a big part of me that's that's um ready to go and um do the practice put in the effort all that but there's um you know there's um a Another part of the mind which has resistance, and you know, I mean, compared to months or years ago, um, you know, it's a, a it's a lot better now. Um, but that other part of the mind that resists is still there, and it's just kind of it's um, coaxing it to kind of um, get on board.
0: Okay, that's part of the right effort. Yes. To wake it up,
1: mm.
0: I can do this. So that that enthusiasm or that eagerness or uh, uh, willingness to meet the challenge—that when you when Sati comes, wake all the way up. That's mm. the challenge. Can you really come all the way out of it?
1: Mm. Oh, that that reminds me. Um, actually one um, one thing that I've had for for years is um, when there's um, when there's a lot of uh, PT or energy um, there'll be a kind of I'll get these weird kind of move it feels like there's these weird movements in my brain um, where like it's almost like like something's shifted and some pressure's been released or something like some like a mild kind of popping sensation or something um and that happens even when that happens when there's not a lot of it happens when even there's not a lot of pressure or even a lot of tension um and it's um it's it's something that i keep um meaning to ask you about, but I always forget to ask you about. Um, it doesn't really bother me, but it's just, um, it's weird because I've not seen anyone mention it on forums or anything.
0: Bring it up again, but for, for right now, the way that I would say it is imagine that it's certain, something kind of like uh, the effects of a faucet being turned on or that um you're actually being able to experience some of the stuff that's happening um physiological that's going on in, in the mind so you're beginning to wake up to some of that and so when these faucets of chemical changes and whatnot uh, occur yeah you can actually have some sort of uh, sensational awareness of that.
1: They do feel good when it happens. Like after it happens, there's a sort of a relief, or or, or like a, or like, like a nice warmth kind of feeling. But um, sometimes it's mild, sometimes okay. it's strong.
0: Well, I'm, I imagine that it's like uh, you pushing the green button on the uh, dopamine panel. Huh. Yeah. No. Nah. All right. Give yourself permission. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Turn that faucet, blow that fuse. Chase out that hindrance and says, Aha, you can't do this. I'll keep coming back. I'll keep coming back. I'll keep coming. You'll never get rid of me. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I, 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 should, think oh, that. I
0: can see you and out you go.
1: When I'm not in hindrance, I think I think like that all the time that, yeah, I'm not in hindrance. This is great. I can I can tackle anything sometimes even when I'm in hindrance. But sometimes when it's just a bit too much, that's when I forget that.
0: Never mind.
1: Start again. And I remember you saying that as well. It, um, your voice pops up in my head. Never mind. Start again. And I'm like, all right then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Chetan. Well, this has been a delightful conversation. And yeah. Matt's waiting, so let me talk to him too. And oh. we'll see you later. See you, Amrato. Okay. Enjoy the cold or the or heat. <laughs>